Welcome back. That was so fast. I know. Time. Are we trying to shorten these? We're speed running these now. Okay. This episode is going to be four minutes. All right. <laughs> we got to get Ready, everything in go. here quick. Okay. Perfect. This is Nostalgia Entertainment System. Sit down, shut up, and listen. He's your host, Paul. And that's also Josh over there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Time for a break. Yeah. There's man, there's only there is really only so many ways you can start a podcast. I know. I mean, I feel like most of them kind of just uh, they oh, do the same thing every time. Yeah, I know. And I just we never do it because I either forget what the thing that we've done for a while is, or I just I don't know. I just feel like that it doesn't fit when I do remember it. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's I don't know. It's hard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any better than you do. But yeah, I'm, we're doing it now, baby. We're doing it live. Fuck I feel it. like that. Doing that is the common thread. We're just like, well, we don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it now. I feel like that is maybe that should be our catchphrase. Podcasts have catchphrases. Yeah, one of them do. Mm-hmm. That nice sense of familiarity. We're like your family. Does that make you sad, listener? <laughs> <laughs> These two bozos are now your family. Yeah, better invite us to Thanksgiving and get us Christmas presents. You know, Thanksgiving this week is going to be a little busier because we've got a fun guest with us today. Wow. A brand new guest to the show, a writer and director from Minute Earth on YouTube, Julian Gomez. Hi, Julian. Hi, I am your sweet baby brother, <laughs> Julian Gomez. <laughs> here, oh. is, here is... Are you... I, so here's, here's a, so I don't know. Cause I don't really know. I don't really know how to transition into this, but so Juli, Julian and I work together and in addition to pandemic stuff, minute earth also is just completely remote. So we have not really seen each other face to face as we have, as we are right now. Only, only, uh, as I was exiting the vaccination that, place. Which is very funny that the first time I had ever seen you in person was when we were getting our vaccines. Yeah, I was like taking a selfie with a with a banner outside. It, it was, and then you walked out. I was like, "Oh god, this is so, <laughs> freaking small towns." Yeah, I can't get away with well, taking I a selfie. Out, like that looks like Julian, but I've only ever seen the front of his face in a webcam. But like his hair looks, the, his hair looks correct. Like his like. Everything else just kind of looks like Julian, but I've never seen him from like a three-quarter profile view. So I'm gonna gamble this one. And luckily, I had my mask off. So I like think if that I had also had was my part mask of it. On because I was taking the selfie. Yeah, I, I must have had. Like if you if you recognize me with my mask on, then that's like very impressive. So I feel like I don't know many people that have hair that looks like yours, hmm. and I also haven't seen many people in town that have hair that looks like yours. So I would think like what I wouldn't I would not be confident enough like hey Julian I wouldn't be confident enough to do that but I would think was that Julian? Yeah. I'll ask him when I get back. Yes, well I am one of five Hispanic people in Missoula. <laughs> That's fine. I'm one of three Asian people in nice. Missoula. Yes. What were you guys getting uh, vaccinated for? 
H1N1. Oh, smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the flu, actually. Yeah. yeah. Where they do them all there. Mm-hmm. Just one shot, one big shot. Yeah, it's a, it's one big shot. It's so you a guys huge got needle. one needle. That, yeah, I have seven G. You have to hope. <laughs> you have to hope you're on the end, or else you're just gonna. It's gonna go right by you. And <laughs> yeah, it's a very. You need three nurses to just lift up the syringe, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Did I see you on this when I when I was there for the second one? I don't think so. I think our our times were staggered because like, oh, okay. I bet I'll run into Julian again, and then oh, we uh, had a meeting later or something, and we mm, we I think we both mentioned that we gotcha. were there or something. But uh, I I guess kind of reeling back a little bit, it's kind of thing where it's like because I really haven't seen you in person and haven't had opportunities to hang out. I actually don't know if you're the youngest out of all of us. Like I know just from context clues that you are out around our three. age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause we're both no, maybe well, youngest I, human. That's what we're thinking. <laughs> yeah. We out of all of us, the race, the human race. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're the youngest, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't the, know how old of, you are. So. Out of the 7 billion. I think you are. the. Youngest. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm I, 28. I'm 27. Paul's 27. Hey, I'm 28. All right. Okay. I'm the baby here. So I'm the baby now. Paul's uh, a stupid little baby in well, big stinky diaper. What month do you turn 29? Uh, I will turn 29 next May. Next? I just turned 28. Oh, okay. So I am the the Justin McElroy. So you are the oldest situation. out of all of us. Yeah, I turned 29 in September, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so I'm definitely... Scary getting close uh, to 30. Well, we're, I'm like, we're, I, I feel like I haven't like felt it, the 20s like well enough yet, you know? I I was thinking about this, you know, when I was in the shower earlier this week. And I lately I just have not been listening to music. I don't know what it is, but I've just kind of like fallen off. And most of my time spent listening to anything is is a podcast. Um, but I was like, you know what? I've, I've listened through all my podcasts, so I got to find something to play while I'm in the shower and I played the like 2000s indie playlist that Spotify puts together mm -hmm. and it was all stuff that I listened to in high school and I realized wait a minute this is like the equivalent of like this music for kids now is the same as when when I was these kids age and it, like people in their 30s were like remember music from the 80s yeah, and I like, just kind of just like, oh shit! I cannot believe that MGMT is old people music now. Yeah, like the I've seen the thing that's like that '70s show. If it was made today, it would be that '90s show. Mm -hmm. Which I I always thought that that was going to come around because Happy Days was a '50s show that was mm. made in the '70s or '80s. I think so. And it's then the '70s felt so far away. Yeah. In I don't know the early in, in aughts the, or whatever. Yeah. Whenever that was on. I but it, like a, a '50s show was made in the '70s and '80s, and a '70s show was made in the '90s, 2000s. And then they had that '80s show. Really? It didn't last long. I apparently not because I haven't heard of it. It had a uh, uh, Glenn Howerton of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Wow. Flame. Flame? Huh. Flame. Really, no one cares about Gen X. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> yeah, an '80s show. Yeah. I feel like we're due for a '90s, 2000s show. It's gonna, it's gonna come around. Yeah, I mean, I'm, surely there's something. I mean, now the benefit we have is that we can literally just watch any show that took place in the '90s. That is true. Which is going to be way more '90s than any show that tries to be a '90s <laughs> show. I guess that's a good point. Mm -hmm. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, we're spoiled that way. We are spoiled. Yeah, and yet I don't really watch many things that have already aired. Like a long time ago. Yeah, I don't really watch. I don't know. It's for me. It's more 
it's mostly video games at this point. It's like, I'll just play old video games. Like I, I never had a PlayStation two. So this is kind of my chance to like try and catch up. It's like, okay, I remember like not being able to play these video games. It's like, I remember seeing this behind the case at Walmart. Boy, I wish I could play this game. And I was like, Oh, here we go. I'm going to try and play this and then never get around to it. But yeah, I've only ever had one, uh game console so i never really got into i was listening to the episode with luna and mm, the ipod one yeah and i think she said that like she doesn't like the only nostalgia she has of like growing up playing games was at like other at friend's house and it's the same for me <laughs> i had to go to my friend's house and like play games with them and they're all like super good because they spent like all of their time playing video games mm-hmm. and i only played when i went over their house so <laughs> that's always uh, a terrible feeling when they're like just like why aren't you better at this and you're like Cause I'm not, I don't have this. I don't play this all the yeah. time. Especially mm-hmm. like first person shooters. Like it was just terrible. Oh, it was like terrible Halo. Players. Yeah. And like my friend happened to be like an amazing, you know, player. Like he, he beat like Halo two on like the ec- extreme mode or whatever it was mm-hmm. like the night it came out. He just stayed up. And played oh, dang. Wow. So it was like the worst possible person to go like try to play. <laughs> so I, when it was a first person shooter, I just be like, you guys play out watch. Yeah. I'll just watch. I, I, I would do that too because I, I, I I'm an only child. So I spent most of my time either playing single player games or playing multiplayer games by myself. I am <laughs> really good sad. at Mario Party 2 because I would just I would play the game by myself, three computer characters, and then crank the difficulty to hard. And I would just do that. I would also like crank the turn limit. High as it'll go 50 turns takes like three and a half, four hours. And I would just do that like during the summer. So I got really good at Mario Party 2. Yeah, one of the, like the best weeks of my like childhood was when like a friend like accidentally forgot his like Game Boy um like at my house with like <laughs> uh with like Pokemon Red or something mm-hmm. and I like just played that for hours until I gave it back. <laughs> uh Yeah, it's oh great. boy, you left it here. This is great for me. Yeah, and then I got a Wii and it you know. I I was like I don't know. I, I, I was too late to like really get into video games. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, I yeah. I, I, I play I, PC I see games. That. Like I played like RuneScape and stuff. Oh, gotcha. No console games. Mm-hmm. Uh, RuneScape, one of the few games Paul has played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not much of a. I did have a PlayStation 2 growing up, but uh, I, did, I, I just played like a, a handful of games on there. And so I've played like Lego Star Wars, Star Wars Battlefront. And I did play RuneScape on the computer. But uh, I'm not much of a, a video gamer in general. Yeah. I'm, I am much more of a TV watcher. Like when you guys were saying you haven't watched any old TV. Oh, boy, that's like all I watch. I'm like oh. watching Sopranos right now. Big Ooh. Star Trek guy. Just all sorts of old TV X-Files. I guess I don't. Con- uh, I guess when I'm when I say old TV, I mean, like, I'm not going to watch like. um, Like the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> I love that I'm one. not that old, but um, I don't know. Saved by the Bell or something. Oh, another show Bites I love. Too cringe. <laughs> really? I well, I I don't watch it now. I did watch it when I was uh, middle schooler. I think was when I caught those reruns. Gotcha. But I I and then I don't think I would have even said I love this show. It, it it was just on every morning when I was getting ready for school, and I was like, right. Well, I only have like ten channels to choose from, and this is the best option. So I'm going to watch yeah. this. So like now I, I wouldn't go back and watch like I um, I saw some episodes at some point. I, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, they were probably reruns as well. I'm guessing. I don't really know when that came out, but 
for some reason, I find it really hard to find a show to watch now, even though there's like infinite media. I think that's part of the problem. That I think is definitely. Like, there's five things. I'd be like, all right, I'll watch this out of this five things. But now there's like five streaming services I can choose from. Oh, there's now there's, there's too many now. Well, too. I, yeah, there's there's more than that. Uh, like the ones that I am subscribed to. And then I'm like, oh, can't find anything good to watch. And it's like an hour later. I'm like, all right, let's go to bed. Right? I didn't find anything. There, there's <laughs> something pressure. just so nice about just someone else choosing for you, right? Like I, even though when I was growing up, we only had like, like Paul said, like 10 channels. Mm-hmm. It still is just fun to just flip through all of them. It's like, well, it's prime time, 7 p.m. There's got to be something, something on, right? And like, There'll just, at least be a bad sitcom on that I can watch and be like, this is bad, but yeah. I'm going to watch it for years or so, or like a reality show i'm gonna watch you know? next on mtv yeah <laughs> like oh boy it's thursday i bet there's survivor on so yeah I, I i miss having just like just flipping through channels like let's just see what's on and i'll just like cause i i don't know because like it's kind of similar where like you have these things to choose or maybe because it is a pool of smaller right that it's like well these are my options i'll just pick one of these as opposed to Boy, I'm just gonna keep scrolling through Netflix until some thumbnail is interesting enough for me mm-hmm. to want to. The golden era of television, yeah. but I can't, I can't find anything. Yeah, and I get, I get to like, I had my head, and I'm like, ugh, this show only has one season. Like, one, I'm trying to find something that will delay this annoying feeling of having trying to find something as long as possible. So, I'm trying to find something I can, wa- I can binge watch like every night for the next like couple months until I run out. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm afraid of like getting really into a show that like never has more than a season or something. So yeah, I uh, I pretty much only watch anime now, and that has its own problem. Wherein anime is broken up into seasons, so a season is an actual like quarter way around the sun season. Mm. So it's it's broken up into winter, spring, summer, fall, and every season there's going to be at least 10 shows that are interesting. And so every season it's like, oh boy, I got to like try and keep up with 10 different shows. And when they air, cause they all air weekly. Like there's no, there's no binge watching where it just all drops at once. And it's a matter of, it's like, I have like an app to keep track of everything and like which episode I'm on and like how, like I can rate them with like, oh, I really like this one. I didn't really like this one, like a one to 10 scale, that whole kind of thing. But at a certain point, it just does become so exhausting of like, these are all really interesting, but there's so many of it. And then in in 12 weeks, there's going to be at least 10 more shows to watch. And it will be that way until I die. Yeah, I watched whatever was on like Toonami growing up. And then um, I don't know, like Inuyasha. I didn't watch Naruto. Um, I think that was after I stopped watching Toonami. Gotcha. I don't know. I was like. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't have Cartoon Network growing up, but I like I think classic Toonami is like Inuyasha, probably Sailor Moon, probably Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm, yeah, I didn't watch either of those other two, but yeah. Also, I'm like afraid of saying anything, so I'm like, I don't know which show is like actually considered <laughs> like anime. I'm like, I don't know if Dragon Ball Z is anime or not. Anime is a very weird. I don't know. It's a I, 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 I can just keep talking about this, but. Uh, it's, I, there, <laughs> there, I think are many different ways that people can define anime. Mm-hmm. I personally dis- define it as animation that is produced in Japan or by a Japanese company 
that is specifically for a Japanese audience. Mm. That's how I define it. Gotcha. I think the big thing is that it is specifically for a Japanese audience. That's what I think is like Got really it. what kind of what differentiates it um, from something like, I don't know, from something like like Avatar, mm-hmm. Last Airbender. Yeah, which like is, I know that's not considered anime, but it's it's like inspired. It's by inspired anime. by, but it's not produced by Japanese animators or a company or whatever. It's intended for an American audience. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, technically, no. <clears throat> Not even technically, I think just by definition. No, yeah, but. yeah. I've seen that, but yeah, I, I I specifically did not mention that one. So, Paul, do you think that there is an anime that you would ever enjoy? I mean, I like, and I guess I don't know if this counts. I like the movies, some of them. Okay. Like Spirited Away and uh, Nausicaa mm. and the Valley of the Wind. Those are both great. Um, do you think are- there's like a, a serial, serialized anime that you think you would enjoy? I mean, I honestly, I don't know enough to know the answer to that question. I don't want to write off a whole genre or style, but so far, whenever it pops on, it doesn't really do it for me. What, I what, will say I like the theme song to Cowboy Bebop. That's mm. great. Same. Great, great music. What? Uh, uh, that was a classic Toonami anime also. Yeah. It's Cowboy I Bebop. Watch, I guess I, I mostly just watch Inuyasha. Hmm. Samurai Jack's not anime, is it? That's definitely no. American. I heard, show, I've heard though. that's also pretty good. Yeah, I think they're. I think it's coming back where they're making a movie I, or something. I have heard that as well. That was really cool. It was just like very interesting art style, mm-hmm. like very opinionated art style. Isn't it in the same universe as another Cartoon Network show? It's in the same universe as Cow and Chicken, I think. Is that real? I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I honestly <laughs> I, don't I, know. I wouldn't deny it, though. <laughs> That would be amazing. You got us. It's like though. I would not like. Ah, I mean, it's plausible. Why the I, hell actually, not? I would. I I wouldn't be surprised if there was some crossover somewhere. Well, I mean, I feel like the one I'm thinking of is Powerpuff Girls. Oh. but that also feels I think ridiculous just on it at the same time. Do you guys remember? Okay, going totally different topic here. Um, I guess not totally different because it's a Cartoon Network themed question. But there was like these Cartoon Network shorts that I don't know when they would air, probably in between other shows, but it was like a superhero parody show where they had a character who was like Captain America, then one who was like a rock and roll guitar superhero, and then a parody of the Hulk. I don't remember what they were called. They're probably called like Justice Friends or something like that, but they they would be like short, short episodes, like five to 10 minutes, maybe. You sure this wasn't part of Kablam? I'm pretty sure. Wasn't Kablam on Nickelodeon? I have no, I don't know. It, I, yeah, it definitely wasn't probably Cartoon Network, but... No, I'm pretty okay. sure it was Cartoon Network, because I remember it, like, being just... I had, like, a, a VHS tape that was, like, it had recorded a couple episodes of Dexter's Laboratory or something, and this was in the middle of that tape. Huh. So I'm, I'm like, fairly certain it was Cartoon Network, but I don't remember... Maybe I mean, someone inserted some subliminal messaging into that tape. Maybe. I mean, that'd be fucking weird subliminal messaging, but that's, it's entirely possible. Wait, wait I have no idea. So it, it was on a tape? It was on a, a tape that I recorded, like, from home. Like, oh, okay. When, or I didn't record it. I think maybe my grandma recorded hmm. it. But it was like when you could hmm. just, like, tape stuff off of TV very easily okay. from your VCR. Well, if uh, any listener does, send us some listener mail, goddammit. <laughs> you know what a good place to ask that? would have been paul where it would have been on a forum an internet forum an internet forum which is the topic of today's episode and we'll get to that after the break great we'll see you then set 
We're riding on the internet, cyberspace set free. Hello, virtual reality. Interactive appetite, searching for a website, a window to the world, got to get online. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set, you're going surfing on the internet. Hey there, it's us again. This is my brother Peter, mom and dad, and I'm Dasha. Today, we're going to be showing our friends, Andrew and Lisa, the basics of the internet, and we thought you might want to come along. It'll be cool. Now, here's a little background. When we installed Internet Access on our computer, I got the whole family involved. It's true. Everybody had their own tasks to do. It was a lot of work, but it was really worth it. Now that I've gotten on the Internet, I'd rather be on my computer than doing just about anything. It's really cool. The Internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours, too, with the Kid's Guide to the Internet. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. Hope you had a nice break, everyone. Hi, Joe. If you want to know that reference, go to listen to the uh, Patreon-only podcast. You can go to uh, certainly my favorite website, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, and listen to some cool stuff. There you go. Set you up. We got any forums on there? Oh, <laughs> I bet we can start one. Yeah, let's start one right here. Yeah, we can start one. Uh, exclusive access can be found patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. But today we're talking about internet forums, uh, a topic that was brought up to us by Julian, uh, which as you were as you were describing, like these are the forums that like, I was a part of and like were involved in, I was very surprised at how much there was. Like I... I was raised very much in the sense of like everyone on the internet is dangerous. Don't mm. talk to anyone. And I still did, but it did limit like my social interactions on the internet. And some of that is still felt to this day where it's like, I just don't want to comment on anything. If I'm playing final fantasy 14 and someone like sends me a chat, I'm just like, I just don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> and I just do my best to ignore them. So I kind of was like, Grew up in a way it's like, I don't really talk to anyone, but there were a few exceptions to that, which we can get into. But I was very surprised at uh, how many forums you were involved in. Yeah, well, there's a forum for everything, even now still, I guess. People that is true. Them. Um, and I guess it was more just like I was into a lot of really specific stuff. And uh, for some reason, I had like my school persona. And my school persona did not involve any of these nerdy things that I was into. <laughs> and so I didn't talk about them at school. So I found forums, I guess, ah, there to you talk about them on there. And I want to yeah, hear I'm about sure. your, your school persona. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like the... the, the like spinning a basketball guy. on your finger, no. wearing a Letterman, Letterman's jacket, you know, Definitely a nerd hallways. at school, too, but in a different way. No, I just made a bunch of jokes all the time and did well in class, but got you know b's and c's in conduct because i was just making jokes all <laughs> i got i got good grades otherwise um yeah i don't know i just was a very specific person and then i i had uh, i got into a lot of stuff and then i just didn't bring it up at school and then it was like kind of weird to just be like hey i spend all of my time doing this thing that i've never talked about <laughs> yeah no i when i got into high school i just kind of fell off of video games or at least talking about them hmm. and like I don't know. I, I just I just found myself spending time doing other things, but I still would play video games like on the weekends or whatever and still just like regularly play them, but then like never brought it up in front of my friends. And mm. it wasn't until after I graduated high school 
that one of my like best friends in high school, I learned that he also really liked video games Aww. and we never, like we hung out pretty much every day and this never was a topic of conversation and didn't come up until like a year after we both graduated. So right. how did we not know that both of us like to play video games. It's yeah, that's wild. wild. Yeah, I don't know. When I went to high school, I was like, oh, maybe there's a chance for me to like be different or whatever. But like I went to a K through eight school, which means kindergarten through eighth grade. It's the same school, different buildings, but it's the same school. So most of the same people. And then almost all of those people went to my high school as well. So I'm like, all right, it's the same people. So I, it was mostly like eh, similar type of thing. But uh, yeah, I got like really into YouTube like the summer before high school. And then mm. I had a YouTube channel and stuff. And I never talked about that at all <laughs> uh, until I graduated college. And people were like, oh, he's been making uh, YouTube videos since he was like 15. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Just like our uh, executive producer, Joe. Yeah, that, that is very similar. Mm. He, uh, he, made, he made Let's Plays when Let's Plays were not even a thing. Nice. So if anyone's interested in listening to that, we've got a whole episode about it. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I, I did have a question here written now, just like, and it's, I'm curious if you experience the internet outside of the U.S. because I know that there's oh. a lot of culture differences when you use the internet in different countries. And I'm just curious if you have any experience with that or if all of your like social internet interactions were all U.S. based. Uh, all U.S. based. Okay. I, I came here when I was like two and a half. Three, okay, gotcha. Because so. I was curious, like, oh, I just, I just want like, I'm just curious what the internet is like other in other countries right because like i my limited experience with like japanese internet it's totally it's totally different mm. from just like how people react to and use and like present themselves or whatever mm -hmm. it, it's just it's just it, different and really interesting to see those to see those differences yeah no i'm really interested in that too um so i'm from argentina um i feel like it's not that different over there the internet i mean obviously they, they have some different websites and stuff that they go to but like you know, they make similar memes just like in Spanish about Argentinian stuff <laughs> um, and stuff like that. So I feel like it's not that different. I mean, the main thing is just like technology. I don't know about now, but in general, like seems to arrive there later. So, mm. you know, they, you know, internet cafes are a thing for longer and they probably still are somewhat a thing in certain parts of the country where like, you know, people go to internet cafes to like do their interneting. Mm -hmm. Um, which I, I did at some points when I was a kid or not a kid, but I guess when I was like 15 or something, but that was mostly, yeah, huh. that was mostly because I, I would go to like an internet cafe to like play games that I couldn't buy or my parents would let me or something like that gotcha. or something. Um, you could do little land things, but yeah. in an internet cafe, you were playing with other people near you. Anyway, I was but. always so just interested in that and just like, just wanting to go to one of those, like, yeah. The town that I grew up in just was too small for that to even be an idea that anyone would even have. Just like, you know, we could just make money off of letting people use the Internet. Like, <laughs> so the the like my early exposure to the Internet was at like my junior high school library when I was still in elementary school. My mom somehow I guess she knew someone there and she would just use their computer lab mm. I also remember like using the computers at the library, but also just like your all you get is Netscape. Like that's it. You get Netscape and that's it. So like there's no games, there's nothing really fun. It's it's very specifically the internet as like a tool right. rather than like 
something for entertainment. Yeah, I, I don't really remember what the first experience was with the internet. When I went to those internet cafes, I was just like, I, I, I already had a computer at home and stuff. I just didn't like play games on it or I wasn't allowed to play most games. Slash, I was definitely not going to play a game where you had to like pay a monthly fee or something uh-huh. to, to play. Mm-hmm. So like RuneScape, for example, I played, but like the free version only ever. Oh, yeah. And Me back too. then, I don't think they ha- let you like get membership by playing the game or whatever like they do now. No. Um, yeah. so, you just had to pay. You had yeah. To pay. But there was enough. Like it was. It was there, there was a ton. Like I yeah. played. I played regularly for a whole year before I finally got my parents to break yeah. and I got them to fax a check to the UK and I was a member for one month. Nice. And it was great. And then they wouldn't pay for any more. And then it's like, well, now that I've had a taste, I can't go back to the free one. And yeah, I just stopped. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, not to talk too much about RuneScape since I know there's another episode on that. But like for sure, like the old school RuneScape, which I guess is like a thing now, literally old school RuneScape for the people who don't like the newer version. But like it just took way longer to do anything in that game. So like it took forever if you wanted to get to like the best in slot gear, which was like the dragon stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the dragon stuff, maybe like you couldn't even get it unless you remember or something, but yeah, that was members like, only rune stuff took forever to get and all that. Whereas like now if you play RS three, like you get most of this, you, you like burn through the, like the free stuff super quickly. Cause then they want you to like <laughs> become a member as soon as possible. Yeah. Like you, and then there's like, there weren't as many member skills as well either. There was like three, there was mm-hmm. like thieving and stuff. Now like half the skills are members only. So anyway. yeah, just like that gap is just getting wider. But yeah, but I, I I don't know when I the first time I used the internet was. I have no idea. I know that at some point my dad brought a computer into the house and like I uh, got a Yahoo email and I played like Yahoo pool a lot against random people online. I also remember playing a lot of. Uh, Yahoo pool. Yeah. And I was not good at it. And I, re- I remember feeling kind of like the same, just like, cause I, what, there was a chat function, right? Yep. There was a chat. Yeah. Function. I just remember thinking like, ah, oh, I, I don't, Oh, I don't like it when someone's talking to me. On the yeah. Internet. My grandpa played Yahoo chess a lot and he was very good, but you know, he spoke Spanish only and he couldn't like speaker, um, probably not read either English. So he would play against people who mostly spoke English and they would be like trash talking him. Like, and he had no idea what the hell was going like. <laughs> He like, was just I, I would kicking their ass anyway. Yeah, like over his shoulder and be like, oh, grandpa, are you doing a chess or whatever? And like, look, up. he would, he's, he's like very competitive. He's like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like kicking this person's ass or whatever. And I'd like read some of the stuff in the chat. I'm like, oh God, this is not good. <laughs> They're probably getting tilted. It's like, I can't, I can't believe I'm getting smoked on that online chess. Yeah. So that was. That's that's the earlier stuff I can remember doing on the internet. Dang. Probably. I guess as far as like more specific forums, a lot of the yeah. forums that you had mentioned are are all very much like aquatic tank related. Yep. Yeah. I feel like this episode will partly because the thing about forums is like there's not much to talk about. I mean, there is stuff to talk about about forums themselves, mm-hmm. but like the whole point of forums is that you spend all the time talking about other stuff on there. Not, yeah. I mean, I am 100% positive there's several forums about forums, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, very meta. But uh, but yeah, so we'll probably be talking about like the things that I would like the various things I was interested in talking about on forums. Yeah, for but, sure. But like, do, do you remember like, like, was it like one forum per like, I don't know, like distinct category? Because I think you mentioned like the one for turtles and one for fish and one for like aquatic plants. Was there like yeah. a catch all were these like all individual forums? They were all individual. So I, before I came here, I have, so my first email was this Yahoo email, 
but I lost access to it a long time ago because I was like a child when I came up with the password and stuff. What was the, but, do you remember the the name on it? I think it was like, will you share it? Yeah, it's funny because I'm pretty sure it was like J-U-L-I-G-G-0-3-8. Um, very sensible and, email. <laughs> yeah. So I have a similar email now, but so it was 038, which doesn't make any sense. I think I was trying to do 039 because my birthday is September 3rd. And I think I I like wasn't sure what month September was. Or something. And I entered eight and then later realized like, oh, that's August. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess this is my email now. Um, but yeah, no, then I made an MSN email so that I could use MSN dial up. Um, it's like a whole thing. The real one where like if your parents answered the phone while you're using it, it like cut off or whatever. And you can't like mute the dial up sound. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a great invention later. Um, but so I went to my MSN email and like I have like a history of like most of the things I've done on the Internet since like 2005 or roughly when I made that email, I think, um, which is awesome because I like didn't really delete anything, I guess. Um, so I searched forum because I, I have a pretty terrible memory and I remembered some of the ones, like the ones I listened to you are just like off the top of my head. But so it seems like the first forum I, uh, joined was July, 2005 turtle times, (laughs) (laughs) the turtle forums. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I wanted to get, well, I wanted to get fish originally, but my parents were like, no, like fish die, like within like a week that you get them or whatever. Everyone, you know, that was like a trope, like fish die. For mm-hmm. some reason, I did zero research on this. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, you're right. I probably, you know, I don't want to get fish if they're going to die right away. And I'm like, well, turtles live a long time. I'll get a turtle. And then I spent like the next like two years just researching turtles like, <laughs> because like I couldn't afford to buy all the stuff. Well, first I did some research and I'm like, oh, they need like, thank God. I, I, I get really into like doing research for stuff, especially like things I'm going to purchase. Oh, yeah, um, I do, too. You got to be, so, be prepared. Yeah, I was like, oh, like the th- rule of thumb, at least back then, was like you need 10 gallons per inch of turtle. Um, where like, you know, back then you would go and they, they had like kiosks at the mall with like tons of these like baby red-eared slider turtles, which are the little turtle with a red stripe on its head. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sold you like a little plastic, like two inch deep um like island looking thing with like a little fake palm tree on it mm-hmm. and they're like this is all you need also they like don't grow bigger than this and they're like quarter size like all of that is wrong <laughs> there's, like, yeah there's no way that it won't yeah. grow bigger it's gonna be i bet that yeah it's like oh it doesn't huge. it doesn't go past its enclosure size or something like that um and so you know they were like quarter sized and they keep growing and like they need a lot of space they need a lot of filtration because they make a lot of mess anyway i i kept researching and researching and like the red-eared sliders, the males get up to 10 inches and the females up to 12 inches, which is like a dinner plate size or so. That's huge. Yeah, which is massive. So they, the males would need 100 gallons eventually and females <laughs> 120 gallons if, they, if they're fully wow. grown. So, um, so anyway, I was like researching stuff forever before I even bought all the stuff because I needed to buy all the stuff basically at once. And I was like saving money. And I was like, I don't know, a kid. I don't know, 2005, let's see. Uh some quick math. I was like 13 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while I was like the more time it took me to raise enough money, the like more time I spent just like researching stuff and talking about, like, I was like a turtle expert by the time I actually got the turtle. <laughs> I bought like a 55 gallon tank for a quarter size turtle, um, and like a giant filter and stuff. And actually it's still basically in that tank because I think it has like stunted growth or something. Mm. I mean, it hasn't, it hasn't, 
grown past like six. Wait, you still have that turtle? Yeah, I mean, they li- that's why I got it. They live they live oh, like 20 years. Wow, I didn't uh, know. What's its name? Potato. Potato. <laughs> 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 I was like, I need a gender neutral term or uh, name because I, I don't, I, it's really hard to sex them mm-hmm. uh, to like figure out what sex they are. Um, like unless you happen to catch them while they have their penis out or something, if uh-huh. they're male, uh, it's even harder. If they, I don't know. You have to like measure the distance from like their cloaca <laughs> to their tip of their tail or something. It's like something weird. I'm like, <laughs> I still don't know. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so I'm just wow, like potato. That's, that's so funny to just like not just have that had this, this turtle for, you know, so long and just be like, Oh, I don't, don't know what it's yes, gender my is. gender neutral turtle potato. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's still there. It's my, that's the thing. Like I was a kid, like I wasn't really thinking long-term, which like, if you're listening to this, please, when you're buying an animal, especially one that lives a long time, try to think long-term about it. <laughs> like if you're buying a dog, like, you know, if it's a puppy, you have to consider that you're going to have this thing for like 10 years. But you know, I was like 13 I'm like, whatever, I'm going to buy a turtle. Like I wasn't thinking, I was like, surely when I'm like 30, I will still have this turtle and like (laughs) still like live like near here. And I had like, I had plans to like get like a Rubbermaid container that's like a hundred gallons and like put it into the ground and make like a pond and stuff in the future when I got big enough. But like, it never got to that point. Uh, My parents were probably happy about that. So I didn't, but anyway, like eventually I went off to college and like, it was like, all right guys, this is your turtle now, I guess. Um, my parents are s- still telling me, like, once you have, like, a permanent place, we are shipping you this turtle. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're in Miami, Florida, so I'm also, like, far enough away that, like, I can't really get the turtle to here. Um, and, I yeah, I don't have space for a 55-gallon tank. Plane. Dang, that's... I, I feel like... See, we're already <laughs> off on a tangent on, about something that's not about Florida. Yeah, that's but. fine. Whatever. Um, I, I, I feel like stories like that where it's like, I did this much research into this thing either end up with, I finally got it or I never got it at all. Yeah. No, I was very determined to get it. Um, and I also loved like hoarding money. Like I, I didn't really like to spend the money, um, unless I was buying stuff for other people, which is still kind of the case now. Like I really like buying gifts for people, but I'm like, I get super anxious about spending money for myself. Um, it's but, a pretty know, good spot to be in, honestly. That, yeah, that's, like, that's a good it, it is good. It is good. I mean, I still do spend probably too much money now uh, that I actually have some money to spend, <laughs> which I didn't for most of my life. Um, but um, what was I saying? Yeah, so like, you know, like buy like a really cheap thing at CVS for like my mom's birthday or something. And like, it's like 20 bucks, but I took me forever to save that up because I didn't have a job. Um, and my parents didn't give me an allowance. I, I got money through like weird ways. Um, yeah, I think that was my first forum um just because like a lot of the information was there and there's like people that had been keeping them for like years and had all types of turtles and stuff and it was really cool because like people would do like journals of their like setup so like oh wow you know so i started one at some point where it was like just talking about my plans for the things i was going to buy and then like as i started getting stuff and like the setup and like how it's developing or whatever it was less of a thing for the turtle forums more for like the planted tanks because like once you set up a turtle tank like the main thing that changes is the size of the turtle because you can't put that many things in it because like either it'll eat them if it's fish and they're not big enough um or like if it's plants or whatever it'll just like rip it apart so it was like pretty bare Hmm. tank it had some like driftwood and like a little like rock thing but turtle would try to move everything anyway so (laughs) anyway so that was turtle times july 2005 and then i met some people on that forum and I would talk to them on MSN Messenger. It's like a whole nother thing. But um, 
just like regular and like not about turtle stuff. Like just eventually they're just like a friend online. Mm-hmm. And one of those friends, I became friends with their brother too, which was not interested in turtles. <laughs> and um, they started a forum called Surface Ripple, which was like a like a teen net like teen like social networking type site like oh. it was just like ge- general forum like general topics not like something specific and like i don't know i was like one of the moderators or whatever i felt like i was like getting in on the ground floor of facebook or something <laughs> um, like, this is gonna be the next big thing guys yeah <laughs> yeah definitely for uh, like was this, surface ripple was this pre myspace um it must what have if, been around MySpace. i don't know when my i never had one so i don't really yeah, know it was 2006 it was i feel it was, like myspace, it was MySpace was times yeah yeah and then, um, well, it's funny because I, I didn't remember this, but I saw it in my emails. Eventually, it became Face Ladder. So <laughs> I wonder what that was inspired by. <laughs> and it was like more, I'm trying to be more of like an actual social networking site instead of a forum. But yeah, I was like a moderator on that and like trying to make it a thing and like posting a lot to like create engagement there. Because like at the beginning, it was like mostly us just chatting with each other and like other friends that like <laughs> joined our forum trying to make it a thing. Um, so it was weird that that was like my second forum, I guess, that I joined after the turtle one. And then it was like more stuff like that. So like July, 2006, I joined like five different forums. Wow. <laughs> so went on a forum wow. spree. So I made my parents take me to a, uh, a reptile convention in, uh, <laughs> in Orlando. Yeah. In Orlando. So it was like a, it's like four hours from, from our house in Miami. And, uh, somehow one of the vendors convinced my dad to buy a chameleon. He just like showed up and he's like, Hey, I'm getting this chameleon. And I'm like, Oh God, dad. Cause like I knew about the turtle stuff and I'm like, surely this guy, like even though it's a reptile convention, I'm like, this guy said whatever to my dad to get him to buy this chameleon. Is this something that is very much like, Oh yeah, of course my dad would be convinced by some guy to no, buy a chameleon. My dad doesn't <laughs> believe anyone. He doesn't believe anything. Like he'll see something and be like, that's fake or whatever for everything. Like, so he, like I, I'm gonna get scammed by this. I'm not gonna I have no idea how they convince him to buy a chameleon. <laughs> and I'm like, I would have tried to convince you to buy a chameleon. I'm like, totally want a chameleon. That's awesome. <laughs> but I'm like, oh God. I'm like, I bet most of the information that they told you is like not correct. It's sort of like the turtle thing. We're like, yeah, it doesn't outgrow this or whatever. So, because they sold him like all the stuff that he needed to, all mm. the stuff, all the stuff he needs. <laughs> but it's chameleon, you know. Uh, and I was like, well, I guess when we get home, I'll like look into this because it's not like I had like a cell phone to like check right there mm-hmm. to see like if this was all good information or not. Yeah, like a little cage and stuff. Um, eventually, I got home and found out like, no, you need like a massive like cage for this chameleon. Eventually, really. Right, to, like, Huh. Yeah, like they don't grow that much, but like, but they like need the space. To yeah, move they need in. the space. You know, if you want to keep them like humanely, um, if you're gonna keep them in like a cage space, um, and yeah, so we had all this stuff or whatever, and like we were buying crickets, and like eventually I was like, well, let's just breed the crickets because it's <laughs> it's more efficient and cheaper than like buying them every time, and that was super annoying. So my parents were getting tired of this chameleon. Also, it was super nice when we got it just like crawling on us and stuff and like hanging out on like my shoulder and whatnot. Whoa. As soon as we got home, it was mean. Oh. It did not let you t- it would hiss and Whoa. bite you. Oh my wow. God. I didn't know chameleons made noises. Yeah. They hiss and like, it's kind of sad, but like when they get stressed out is when they get like really cool colors, you know, aside mm-hmm. from like 
when they're just like trying to blend in. Mm-hmm. But like if if you if they get pissed off, they just immediately like burst into like really weird like dark purple. You know, it was like Whoa. it was usually mostly green. But it was, like so like unfortunately, that kind of makes you want to like <laughs> get, it to get it mad it. or whatever. But anyway, I couldn't touch it. Like I couldn't put it on my hand. Oops, sorry, touch the mic. Um, I couldn't like put it on my hand or anything. Like basically, all I could do is like feed it and look at it from far away or whatever, and it would just get mad all the time. So I was like that. Plus the fact that like we're gonna have to spend a bunch of money and take up a bunch of space if we want to do this. And my parents, you know, we're not interested in that. Basically, I was like, I'm, we're gonna have to sell this thing because like we can't keep it. Um, but anyway, yeah, because I joined the chameleon forums and I was like reading all this stuff. <laughs> And you know, the thing about forums also, it's like forums people is that they're like over the top, like you got to treat this animal like the best you possibly can. So like, I'm sure it could do in like a smaller enclosure or whatever, but like, you know, they're all just like, if you don't do this, it's animal abuse, basically. Yeah. Like, if you don't have a separate house for your chameleon, uh-huh. it's animal abuse. <laughs> but it's, it's always what you're going to run into when you like. Oh, here is a place for enthusiasts. Yeah, so it's that like- happens now in Facebook groups. There's, there, we can get to that later, but yeah. So that, yeah, July 2006, the Chameleon forums, just for chameleons. Um, and there's like in the turtle forums, there's like sub like forum sections for like usually people who own turtles are into like other. Um, yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever see like user crossover? Or it's like I've seen you on this forum. Yeah. So that's how I got into all these other forums because like I. Like almost a full year passed before I oh actually a full year passed before between turtle times and the chameleon forums. And like I was just on one forum that whole time, which I don't know, feels weird to me, especially since it's just about turtles, <laughs> essentially. Um, but yeah, then like I would hear people talking about other forums or they would have it in their like signature of their forums, which oh, are like man, a whole signatures. thing. Yeah. Signatures, you know, usually people had like how many like pets they owned, what kinds, what enclosure sizes, like they had all this like stats. About their like stuff they kept and maybe like even links to like specific journals on the forum to look to. But, you know, they also had like maybe if they're part of other forums and stuff. Um, so, yeah. So I found out about other ones. Um, July 2006, turtleforum.com. Very original. <laughs> uh, and then Tropical Fish Forums after that one. So I guess at that point I like learned that like fish could be kept for a long time too. Like goldfish apparently apparently can live like 10 years. And like yeah. goldfish are like the trope of they die right away. Uh-huh. But it's like, hey, if you put them in a tiny bowl and you don't change the water, like goldfish are some of the messiest, dirtiest fish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you need a lot gross. of yeah filtration. Well, on top Plus, of that, you have like kids who are just like taking them home in a bag, shaking it around. Yeah, no, like and they put it in a bowl five. and they don't change the water. So it literally runs out of oxygen. Plus it's pooping in there and you're giving it food. So if you don't change the water, like it's just like a crazy ammonia spike and stuff. And so, like, basically, you're just putting it in a bowl and just making it extremely toxic uh, for them. And then they die. And they're like, oh, man, these things don't live that long. And then you flush it down the toilet. But it turns <laughs> out, you know, if you put them in a big tank and stuff, they live for like yeah, they'll, they'll thrive. a decade plus even. I mean, wow. they're related to koi. Yeah, koi live like koi live 50 years, 60 years time. or something. Mm-hmm. So goldfish are related to them. Um, um, in Sorry, just no, quick, quick tangent. Uh, I This story is very fascinating to me. In Helena, when I was growing up, uh, there was a like a tropical fish store for a little while. Nice. And at one point, there was a front page news article about how someone had gone in and poisoned a lot of fish in Whoa. like 10 minutes and then left the store. It was a big scandal. Jeez. It's like bleach. I, yeah. I mean, I don't think it said how they poisoned them, but 
Yeah, just I remember Dang, it was a, that's messed up. And I nobody else seems as fascinated with that as me because I still think about it to this day. Yeah, and everybody else like, was it an upset customer or something? I don't know. I have no idea. My part of me just wants part of me think that it's just like these animals are in captivity and they're oh, better off PETA. dead. Could be like the PETA people that steal people's dogs from the houses and like euthanize them. Yeah. Like, well, that seems kind of backwards. Yeah. It's like, all right, <laughs> I think you're uh, a little bit nutty, but whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like <laughs> that sounded like you were about to really lay into them and then you just call them <laughs> a, a little nutty. bit a nutty. A little bit nutty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might wear that that white hood, you know, and burn crosses oh, in people's front yard. And that really, that's, that's just, that rubs little, me the wrong that is way uncool. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, there's no, uh, there's no uh, freshwater fish stores in Missoula, which is very, very frustrating. There's a, there's Reef Missoula or something like that, which is like just for saltwater stuff. Mm-hmm. But I happen to not be interested at all in saltwater tanks. Those fish are straight been there. to hell. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Fuck corals. <laughs> Hate them. Um, no, I'm just not interested, which is great because it's it's way more expensive. There's a lot of tech and stuff, which yeah, like, I like would be interested maintenance, in the tech I think part. Maintenance, I think, is also like way different and more complicated. Yeah, you need like a salt. whole other tank under your tank that oh. works as the filter. It's called dang. a sump. Huh. It's basically like just as big as the tank. Oh, dang. Uh, yeah, it's like a whole thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, there's one in Kalispell. So if I want to, I've driven up there just to go to the, it's called the aquarium shop. Um, oh. and, uh, what is it like three, two and a is half hours, two ish hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I drove all the way up fast. there and then I was like, do you have these things? And they're like, no, they're like, all right, bye. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess I got into fish there and then randomly the same month, the shallow bay, which is a breaking Benjamin forum. <laughs> so one of those guys that started the forum, like, or both of them, I guess they were really into Breaking Benjamin. They were from the UK, um, and I think Breaking Benjamin is a British band. I is I it know the opposite. The, the band. Oh no, that's the opposite. They're not. They're in. They're, they're a US band. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I just I can't remember any Breaking Benjamin song. I know I listened to them. But I, I do. I do too. Name a single song. Diary of Jane. Pick. That's like the main. Oh man, I have no idea. Yeah, I've. No clue. Ooh. Well, I'm not gonna maybe, sing it. Maybe I'll look it up on Spotify real quick, see if the title brings back any memories. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, I got like it was like the first band that I was like really into or whatever. Um so I just listened to all their music and so it's like they're they're very like emo alternative rock. Yeah, thing. were they kinda of, they're kinda of butt rocky, weren't they? Butt rocky? I don't know what they're that like is. Like butt rock. Like uh like <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know that. Nickelback is butt rock. Uh, yeah, I guess so. they they're um on the same level. They were on like uh, oh shoot, what was that other band? The Godsmack. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember Godsmack. Yeah, they were like similar to Godsmack. So yeah, I actually never saw Breaking Benjamin live because I bought tickets to like a fe- like a rock festival in Miami, and Godsmack was a headliner, and like Breaking Benjamin was playing, and they're supposed to play right before Godsmack, but like Ben. From the titular uh, Ben Benjamin, <laughs> he broke. The singer, he got sick. He broke. He broke. Yeah, yeah. He he. They broke Benjamin. Oh man. And uh, so he he couldn't show up. And but stupidly, I bought tickets for it, even though it's in like a giant like 
like fields that like you, they can't sell out of tickets because they can always fit more people essentially. Mm, yeah. My dad was like, you shouldn't buy tickets. And I'm like, no, I got to get the tickets just in case. It was like 70 bucks each or something. Wow. And like, they're like non-refundable. And I'm like, I literally just want to see Breaking Benjamin. Oh, I went anyway and I had to leave early before Godsmack played. I was like, I'm here already. I may as well get, see Godsmack. They're mm-hmm. like a popular, I saw Saliva play, but like mm. Tick Tick Boom band that was like uh, the only uh-huh. song wow. i haven't heard that saliva in a long time that's like the only song i knew there was like people moshing and stuff it was pretty scary actually but <laughs> I, oh yeah i bet anyway the thing is like they were british and like my parents still make fun of me or like my whole family is like a meme in my family so breaking the benjamin guy he for some reason doesn't like flying like f- like taking flights and so he's like he doesn't tour in england because he can't get there unless he goes on a boat i don't know surely this has changed by now but like they were a pretty big band and he literally they literally did not tour in the uk or anywhere else that they couldn't get to driving i guess or like a short boat trip and like my parents still like make the joke like oh it doesn't tour in england (laughs) like that specific thing anyway yeah so my friends were british funnily enough and they're like big fans of them but um that's why i got confused there for a second but uh, yeah, I don't know. I joined. They had a forum called the Shallow Bay. I th- reference to one of their songs. I like vaguely remember. Um, I tried to check it out, and like the facade of the website is still there. Shallow Bay is like the f- the f- it was like a fan site too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it was the kind of thing where like you know every now and then like the band members would like re- respond in a thread or something. Whoa! Like, whoa! Cool. Um, respond in a thread or respond as a threat. <laughs> Like, <laughs> quit talking about us or we're going to break your legs. Just delete, just delete the post. Um, do, you, do you know if any of those other forums are still online? Or yeah, they all so like I tried to down? check a lot of the, most of the like turtle related ones are still around. And like, wow. if people aren't posting. They, it's because turtles live a long time. Exactly. That's true. Like all the aquatic stuff are, are still around because even if it's, they're not like active, they're basically left on because they're like a repository of information. Mm-hmm. Like there's like guides that are just forum threads and they're like super detailed and people spend like hours and hours of like collecting and putting this information in there. So even yeah. now when I like look stuff up, cause I have a tank now, uh, like posts from like 2012 or earlier will show up. And like, I'll use those as information because like when you Google stuff, like just forum posts show up. Mm-hmm. And like, it's also yeah. the kind of thing where like, unlike a lot of other things that you would probably find a forum post answer for, something like fish or turtles or a lot of pet related stuff mm-hmm. doesn't change that much in like five years. Yeah. You know, so like an answer that's five years old can still be relevant. Yeah. Whereas like if I'm looking up something for something like technology related and I come across a five-year-old post like this is way too old and this is probably out of date and it's like not of use anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's a lot, a lot of stuff is the same. Um, Like for, so eventually I got into planted tanks, which is like just freshwater tanks that have plants in them Mm -hmm. as well as fish. Um, I got like a little like 10 gallon tank or something and I had some shrimp and, and, plants and stuff and guess what there's a whole community on forum <laughs> for planted tanks so it was like planted tanks.net or something that came later actually i didn't even get to that i i didn't get through my whole email of stuff i think i only got up to like 2008 or something but at some point i got into the planted tank thing i think it was like 2010 or something i was in high school i think already by then um 
and uh, and then I was a part of a shrimp forum as well with shrimp enthusiasts. <laughs> I didn't and, like, realize shrimp when... people are like really into shrimps, <laughs> like really into shrimps. I really like how a lot of your internet forum stuff is just purely like aquatic animal. I know yeah, it's, that's it's very specific. Well, the cool thing about the planted tank thing is that there are like trading um, sections of the forum, and you could just be like, "Hey, I have this stuff." Whoa. Um, and, or or some people just give free stuff away. Um, cause like when you trim your plants, um, like sometimes you just don't have space to like replant them in your tank or any other tank. So you just like either throw it away or you give it to somebody. Um, and people are just nice enough to be like, Hey, I have all these plant trimmings. And like, if there's stem plants, certain type of plants, you can like replant the trimmings and they'll grow certain hmm. parts, certain ones don't. Um, but, um, so people would just post on there and like offer like noobs, uh, free stuff and I was like a kid so I'd be like I pretty much anytime anyone offered anything free I'd be like yeah sure so I like I I barely bought like any plants for this tank like almost everything in there was just like gifted to me wow. Dang. Um, yeah and like people sent me like homemade shrimp food because like people would like he would spend time like baking like spinach and all this stuff and they make wow. they make all this like like tailored shrimp food because again shrimp people are like really into shrimp um and yeah like they'll just send you free stuff though i i think i even i it's possible i even got like free like my shrimp original shrimp were given to me um so yeah but it was weird right because i was giving like my parents were like oh this is kind of weird right because i was giving people on the internet my address my home address (laughs) is it not like it's not like i had like a p.o box i was like here's my home address Uh send me some and then i would just get like an envelope with like a Ziploc bag in it with some plants. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so strange. And, or like the shrimp food, which looked like weed. Basically, it was like a little baggie <laughs> with some green stuff in it. Um, like all this weird stuff. And my friend was like, eh, "It's kind of weird." I'm like, "Oh, it's fine. People do this, I guess." Um, I'm surprised that they trusted you for that. My parents would have been I like, am too. "No, you are no longer allowed on the internet." Yeah, my like, parents at least the I was same. like, I, it was over like the PM function, like the private messaging function. I guess mm. it's called DM now on forums. So it's not like I was like posting it in the thread at least, where like anyone can find it, uh-huh. and like people can just like search for addresses and stuff and like find it. But it's still kind of weird to do that. But I guess like you have to be a certain kind of weirdo to go onto like a specific section of a planted tank forum to like scam people. I feel like there's probably easier fish to fry. (laughs) Uh, Or is that its term? I think so. Anyway, it is now if it wasn't. There you go. So yeah, I, I, uh, unlike the turtle tank, I didn't actually have to spend that much money to like set that up because I, people are just super like generous in the hobby and were like, just gave you stuff. Uh, Especially if, yeah, I don't know. They just get, they just sent you stuff. It's very <laughs> weird. And like, it, like I didn't pay for shipping or anything, like just out of their own pocket. They wow. just would send me stuff. And I mean, they also probably, just, I just, I don't, I don't want any of this. I got to get rid of it. There's probably an inkling of that too. Right. right. But you could just like throw it in the trash or whatever. I guess that's a good um, point. It's like, well, I might as well. a lot of effort. Yeah. Uh, but you know, th- a lot of them were like adults and stuff, uh, which is extra weird, I guess. But like, you know, they're like, oh, there's this kid who's like trying to get into the hobby. And like a lot of the people in these hobbies, especially in the US, like, so these hobbies are like huge in like Japan and, um, and parts of Europe, they got really big before the U S like, especially shrimp stuff. Like a lot of that has, and planted tanks and stuff that has been huge in like, since like the eighties in like Japan. Wow. I don't um, know that. but like, it's only more recently that it's become a thing in the U S and it's growing a lot, um, now, but like, so people there in the hobby, like definitely are like, we're interested in like growing it and stuff. So, 
Um, I guess that's why part of the reason they were happy to send me stuff. But yeah, that is like one weird thing where I'm like, God, I was just giving random people on forums like my address that <laughs> they could address. send me plants and stuff. Mind you, these plants, like I know now that like you could buy for like two bucks or something, you know, so. Still, that was uh, $2 you didn't have to pay. Yeah. This is a weird one that I, I literally have zero memories of this, but September 2006, so like two months after the like tropical fish forums and the shallow, the Breaking Benjamin thing. Race Sim Central Forums. So the I couldn't access this. There's like a like if you go to the website, it's it looks like a screenshot of a forum. Like it's unclickable. I don't know. It's probably some really old tech that uh-huh. just broke a long time ago. But it's it's what it sounds like. It's like racing simulators. Hmm. It's about racing sim like race sims. Um oh, so interesting. like like car racing. Um in the early two thousand and I I don't remember this at all. Like I don't even know what like, yeah, might as well. Like, oh, here, new forum. Might as well. Let's see. Let's yeah, see, what's, let's I'm see like, what's going I'm on like, here. Maybe I tried to play a race sim once and like I signed up for this to like ask I questions. I need more information. It, it must have been that like it was in 2006 playing this must have been so complicated that I must have given up on it. And like I probably joined the forum to try to figure out how to make it work or something. But because I, I don't remember that. But then October 2006, superhero.org. Um, <laughs> Hero org. Spe- yes. Hero spelled H-I-R-O because it was a fan forum for the show Heroes. Um, oh, oh my God. So like wow. I Hiro love Nakamura. that show. Yeah. So Hiro Nakamura is the the, wow. uh, the character that this forum is named after. So. Wow. Oh, I would have I would have frequented that. Yeah. Forum like if extremely random. Huh. Like stuff. It, it was pro- I bet it was probably like around the like writer strike or whatever. Probably. Mm. It was like off for like a whole season. There's like comic strips and stuff. Yeah. And then there's like more stuff like petshrimp.com forum. Wow. <laughs> more, more aquatic life. And then we're into 2007, Aquatic Plant Central. Plant Inverts Forum. So inverts is invertebrates, uh, which that one seems to still definitely be around. I, I think huh. it's like a company that runs it and like they probably sell like shrimp and stuff. And I, there's later ones like I eventually found like Vlogbrothers on YouTube and like they made a forum for their like during the first year called uh forum brothers my, <laughs> well it was called my pants <laughs> forum because uh, they had like a running joke where they added in my pants at the end of book titles and mm. sometimes they were funny it's like that's what she said kind of but yeah my pants um and then eventually for some reason that one went defunct and they just did your pants and then i think eventually there was an our pants they got <laughs> kind of off the rails <laughs> there but anyway i like was a f- like moderator of those and wow huh. posted a ton on there and made made some friends on there that i like talked to a lot on msn messenger again i'm wow. like facebook friends with them nice and stuff so yeah they stayed on forums for a long time and so eventually they were like not a thing anymore like the nerdfighteria youtube stuff was like the final the final frontier forums that I was on before, like <laughs> it wasn't, one. yeah, like no, like people would stop posting on forums and like, yeah, it would just kind of die out. You know, yep. like, all right. And I just moved on to other things because like social media took off. Mm-hmm. And, like people just talked about There's different ways to communicate online. Yeah. I was kind of into Facebook groups more when they started to come out because they're essentially forums, but in Facebook. Yep. Um, but uh, it's extremely toxic. 
like every single Facebook group that yeah, I, I'm sure I never, become ta- I don't know what it is about Facebook, but it just it's a terrible, somehow it's just knowing a people's place. identity just <laughs> makes yeah. it like you can see like, Oh, this is their first and last name and a picture of them. Yeah. Probably. And people are just like, you know, they're like, Oh, here's a picture of my fish tank. And like, someone's like, that's too small. Like you're abusing that animal, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, fine. It's fine. Honestly. Yeah. Like some people it is bad, but most of the people that like, are at the point where they're posting on these groups or whatever, or like they know enough where it's like fine. Um, but yeah, so like I stopped going on those. I'm, I have an Instagram account dedicated to aquascaping, which is what it's called when you have a tank with plants that like you put into like a pretty, like if you just chuck some plants into a tank, it's not an aquascape. It's just mm. a plant. It's tank. like, it's like, I don't it's know. Like, it's like, it's like designed or Yeah, whatever. it's a design. Yeah. So that's, that's the, uh, that, that, that's, uh, that came from Japan. This guy Takashi Amano is like the father of like modern aquascaping or whatever. Mm. He created the nature aquarium style, which is like trying to make like natural looking like uh, scenes essentially within your tank and like curating them and stuff. And like, you know, it's basically the antithesis of like uh, neon pink, like gravel and like uh, uh a little SpongeBob, like pineapple and stuff. And like tiki head. Yeah, and like I was not really that into fish keeping, partly for that too, because like that's what I thought it was, and I'm like, that's not. I mean, it's cool to have the fish, but like all that stuff just seemed really like tacky and stuff to mm-hmm. me. And like I think a lot of people would be more into it if they like saw these like really like beautiful like scapes and stuff. And like it's not that challenging to do some of the like easier plants and stuff. But anyway, I got back into that after like years of not keeping fish or anything, because like I moved out of my parents' house and I went to college and. I lived in all these places and rented and stuff in places that I couldn't really yep. keep stuff. But I always like kind of kept that interest. And now I have like a, and now I have money. <laughs> now <laughs> so, I have, well, all right. I guess yes, I'll, now I have adult money that I'll I can slink just slink back into this. Yeah. So now I can, I can buy the like nicer stuff, which is a, a problem. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so I have an Instagram dedicated to that. And like, there's a big Instagram community. I think that's like a thing too. Like, like people who do like, I know that you're into like keyboards I know there's like a bunch of like keyboard. Dedicated. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of keyboard freaks out there. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's the sort of like more of in the spirit of, even though it's like very different from forums because it's not like you're not really gathering information or anything, but it's just a bunch of like enthusiasts like being like cool tank man. Like <laughs> yeah. it's basically like the the journal concept of like, um. So the planted tanks is really when I got into like creating a journal and like it's like one thread that goes on for months and months or like some of them Mm -hmm. span years. Like some people have like threads that just like years and like, you can go back and see like every stage of the tank, like all these updates Mm -hmm. for the ones that exist. I just have all this like stuff from my childhood basically that I wrote. It's kind of like a journal, but online, which is pretty fun as it's like a little time capsule. Yeah. Also, look at this. I think I mentioned I have horrible, horrible memory. Um, like I, I, I just don't form (laughs) memories very well. Like literally, like I just have very bad memory. And so, it's cool because I can literally go back and read these things. I'm like, oh, I, that's what I thought. And like sometimes it triggers like, oh, yeah, I remember that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's really cool because I wrote about stuff that I was doing in like detail. Yeah, that's, to random that is pretty people. cool. Just like see that, especially in detail, because I just have like I kind of vaguely remember being here and doing this thing. But like having something detailed and literally written out is yeah. probably a fun experience to go back to. Paul, real qu- did I I'm going to guess that you didn't participate no, I the only, the closest thing to a forum I think I did was read, uh, like band. You could ask bands questions, and they would sometimes post them on their website. 
That's probably about as close as I, I was. Got. Yeah, I was gonna ask then, like, did you spend any time like reading anything on any forums if you didn't post anything? No, I didn't. Okay, I was I was gonna try to add something, and I realized I don't uh, know. I just straight up didn't. Oh, all right. Didn't occur to me. Was not a part of my life at all. <laughs> yeah, and, I I spent time on like I spent time really only on one forum. There's an Animal Crossing forum which is still up. Nice. It's called Animal Crossing Community. And like that was that yeah, that's like the only like form that I spent time on. I, I it was generally geared more towards, I think, a younger audience. So there there were restrictions in what you could do on that website mm-hmm. as far as like, I don't know, like like I know that there was like a language filter on there. So like you it would mm. prevent you from posting if you like tried to say fuck you couldn't you couldn't yeah, do it. Yeah, it was on some forums like that. Like yeah. just didn't let you post. Yeah. So th- there's things like that. And like I remember there are some things with like profile stuff and with signature stuff where it just kind of felt like they were really trying to limit it. Mm. Whether or not that was from a technical standpoint or you couldn't post nudes. So couldn't post nudes. Super limiting. Yeah, you couldn't post your f- What's the point of going on that site if you can't post I know, your nudes? Like, I I made a I made a sexy nude shirt for my Animal Crossing character, and I want to show everybody. <laughs> but that that was a cool that was a cool forum. Like, did they? Was it the kind? Is that the kind of game where like people can mod stuff and you can like download mods? Because I know that was a big thing in forums. For probably some if like you Sims really forums. wanted to, but because it's a console game, pretty much no. Gotcha. Um, this forum was also very strict about like so. Animal Crossing had these things called universal codes, and in Animal Crossing, the original, the GameCube one, there's a system in which you could send an item to another player. Hmm. So if I wanted to send someone like, oh, I have this piece of furniture and I'd like to send it to my friend, what you would do is you would go to uh, one of the characters, Tom Nook, and you would you would tell him, I want to send this thing. And you would type in your friend's character name and the town that they live in, and the game would generate a code. And then you would take that code and give it to your friend. They would type, they would tell Tom Nook, I have this code. And then he would hand you the item. But there, I'm not sure how it was exploited, but there's a list of universal codes, which anyone from any town with any name can enter Mm. and you just get items. It's it's essentially cheating because there was one for the largest stack of money, which was 30,000 bells, which is how I played the game. Like, of course I cheated. And like, I'm going to pay off my debt just by doing this. And like, it's, it's, they're long. Like it, if I remember right, they are 24 character strings. Oh, geez. And I memorized the 30,000. You memorized them? I put it in so many times. Cause like I have like an 800,000 bell debt. I got to pay it off 30,000 bells at a time. So eventually you enter enough times and you memorize it. But that forum was really strict about like, you can't post universal codes and you will get banned if you post them. Gotcha. But aside from that, like there was a bunch of other really cool features built in like around, like in comparison to a lot of other forums where they are very text-based, this forum in, this forum was like, I feel like way more technically advanced. Like in Animal Crossing, you, there's a town tune which plays as like a, like an hourly chime and also like when you talk to villagers or like certain other places and this forum had a way to share town tunes. Hmm. I don't know if you could play them, but it was like a, a simple image editor, I think. And uh, the way that they're generated is just like notes on a scale. So like A through 
F or A through G. Um, and then you can just like type like, this is my, this is my town tune. So like, I just stole someone's that was like the final fantasy seven theme song or whatever. It was like, they just had it on the website, punch it into your game. And then you have it. That's uh, cool. there was also like a pattern repository on that website. So you could, you could edit your own patterns on that forum and then post them. And then also look up like the palette and like have the whole grid and just like replicate it in game. Yeah. It's kind of like mods, but you gotta yeah. redo it. Yeah, it's it's their manual mods, pretty much. But I spent spent tons of time on that forum. Really the only forum that I really spent time on, aside from just like like browsing like the RuneScape forum, Neopets, uh the I only missed the RuneScape forum. Like apparently that's where people like merch merch. Yeah, sold stuff. Yeah, it's like people hung out. Like I, so I'm playing the game. Why am I gonna really spend any more time than I am on the forum? Yeah. You know, well, there's like, like a chat in game. So yeah, I mean, it's like it's, I don't. Yeah, it's extremely toxic. But <laughs> uh, the only other one that I really, I, I tried to find interactive forums because like I was kind of mm. bored about just like ah, I don't really have much to say and I don't want to just like type out whatever. So I remember finding a Fire Emblem forum. Fire Emblem being a, it's a, it's a grid based strategy game. Okay. And this forum was so cool because it let you run custom, like custom Fire Emblem games with other people on the forum. So you could make your own units. You could customize everything about them from like the colors of their armor, their names, even like their growth rates. Hmm. Um, and like you could, you could. Because th- when you level up, they they gain uh, their their attributes increased based on a multiplier, and you could like adjust that multiplier for every character, and it worked in a very similar way to like I don't really know how to describe, but like offline chess or whatever, where like so chess. I I guess I but like <laughs> on like a, I don't know like not real time chess right okay. where like you make a move and then the other person gets a notification mm. and then they make their move. So it's not real time. No, so it's you like my iMessage games. I don't know yeah. if you played any of those. Yeah, yeah, So like you could you could have multiple games running and it's like, that was just like the coolest thing ever. I don't that's think cool. it's around anymore. I doubt it is, but that's, uh, I mean, that's, those were the things that I like spent the most time on. It's, it's also like, especially like for Animal Crossing stuff, it was during a time when browser tabs didn't exist. So I don't know if you did this, Julian, but I had like seven Internet Explorer windows open yep. just so I could like, I'm got to respond. And like it was like through the menu bar to try to find. I mean, I guess it's uh-huh. like tabs, but yeah, but it's like it's cumbersome <laughs> and like your resolution so small. And it's also, it was a time when like forums were active. So like when you post something, odds are someone has already replied or right. added a new response. So it's like I'm just I, I gotta keep track of all these threads yeah. that I'm they in. They like take forever to load sometimes, especially if there's pictures and they like they like <laughs> mm-hmm. load line by line. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I guess the only other thing, really, like uh, I guess sort of to, cl- to close this out, is whether or not like you still participate in in forums or like even like I feel like Discord is like the evolution of forums, mm. right? Where like pretty much instead of going to this forum for this thing you pretty much will go to this discord yeah so i'm in a few discords that i've joined but they they kind of feel overwhelming to me just because like the the live chat of it all especially yeah. since it's like 
I don't know. When I was younger, I spent a lot of time basically like constantly chatting with people on like MSM Messenger and, and like stuff. And like forums, like you said, were basically live because you could like send a message, refresh, and there were like responses like mm-hmm. by the time it took you to <laughs> refresh. Um, but uh, I don't know. Discords are just like kind of overwhelming to me. And like, uh, especially if they're really active and I come back and there's like a million messages and I'm like, I'm not going to read all that. Yeah. So I don't really use them too much. I'm in like one with some people that I like, I talk about like, I don't know, like YouTube related stuff sometimes. Um, but it's not extremely active. So it's like perfect. Cause I could just go like once a week and there's like five messages. Oh, yep. Easy to keep, easy to keep yeah. up with. Same thing. Like people have, I know people run slacks and do similar stuff and they mm-hmm. have like different slack channels, which kind of work like different discussion threads yep. on forums and stuff. It's the same thing. I don't know. I just kind of get like, overwhelmed by the like number of messages and stuff and like i feel like i have to i i don't know i'm like the kind of person that like oh, i have to read all this or i'm not going to read all, any of it mm-hmm. so um yeah i'm not really in forum stuff but i still find them very helpful because every now and then i'll like search for something and like a forum will show up yeah um, it's also really cool like you mentioned like bands like because forums used to be a big thing a lot of bands had forums dedicated to them like official ones and like a lot of them had people who like like the actual artists like went and replied so like the mountain goats uh there was a forum i think it's it may still be up i'm not sure if it was removed or not but it's like mountain goats mountain they they seem like the kind of band that would still have an active forum (laughs) yeah well john is uh uh i don't know he gets very passionate about certain stuff and like i think eventually like people were just not like adhering to like the rules of the forum and like asking stuff that he didn't want to be asked or whatever, or like sharing stuff that he didn't want to be shared, like unreleased music and stuff like that. And so I think he got like pissed at one point. (laughs) It was basically like he either shut down the forum or he just stopped. I think it's still around. I think he just stopped using it. But that being said, you can go back like years and like, you know, before my goats were really big. I mean, they're, I wouldn't say they're really big now. They're still like kind of like an indie band, but they're they're much well, much better known and stuff. And you could go and like see John Darnell just like in discussion forums, just like responding to stuff or like telling interesting stories and stuff. And like it's still up there. Um, and it's like, I don't know. It's cool. It's like better than like what you would find from like an interview with an artist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Especially just like as I think purely as just like a like kind of like a time capsule for the internet for the ones that are still up. Yeah. Like and if you like can find anything internet like, archive, I think has like some forums that were taken down. I didn't actually check for any of the ones that yeah. I saw, but yeah. But especially like those niche ones, I'm sure they're just fun to just like, you know, scroll through and browse through and, yeah. and just see, see what people were talking about. You want to play like an old game. There's probably like cheat codes and weird stuff mm-hmm. that you can find online. Yep. Although that kind of reminds me uh, not to go off on another tangent, but I was thinking uh, when you were talking about your thing about like those old like walkthroughs for games. Like, I don't know. Uh huh. Like they had like indexes and like with like all the different sections and they were all like ASCII. Um, like oh, yeah. whatever with like, like stars like, yeah, and like, like everything on game facts was just like yeah and all... like people just spent like hours detailing exactly how to beat every part of a game mm-hmm. or like do everything and like yeah. that was awesome i don't like, know that's I, like I, forum-esque it was like wiki wiki pages before wiki uh-huh. I, like i still use game facts forums for stuff where it's like if i'm playing an old game especially if i'm playing an old game like forum discussions will still show up in google searches like well 
this is still relevant because it's at the time that this game was coming out. So like, well, yeah, this is great. But and, yeah, it's basically just like a kind of like level of knowledge and community that like isn't really a thing anymore just because like a lot of like social media and stuff is like very quick and goes away and not and not really about like extended conversation and discussion or not easily searchable like Facebook groups. A lot of them are private and stuff and like you can't search for them. So you either have to be in it or not. And, um, and like Twitter, like people tweet things, but like, there's not a lot of like back and forth conversation. It's not very long. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, just like forums were a really like special thing. And there's like a lot of like people who just had a lot of knowledge about really niche things or just really interested in really niche things. And like, just there's like a bunch of information out there that is even like hard to find in like books or, like dedicated websites to this because it's just like all these people with just like years of knowledge and like forums existed so they went you know it's cool because there's people like 50 years old or whatever and they just you know somehow like forums were not were not too advanced and they could Mm -hmm. like post and stuff there type in a text box click send and then it's a yeah i just feel like it's harder it's harder to like if you're really into something it's just a little harder now to like reach those kind of people or have like find that kind of information. And to be honest, like obviously there still are forums and I just don't go on them anymore just because like, I don't feel like I have the time for that or like Mm -hmm. I'm interested in that. But, um, I don't know. They're like a really cool thing. That's why that's like the thing that I thought of because it's sort of like all of the things, like anything that I was interested in, I had a forum to go to at the time. Someone out there is going to also want to talk about that thing. Which was yeah. kind of like it, it was a nice thing about like the internet being smaller mm. back then. It was like is when when you could feel like oh there is like a community where now it's just like too many people are using the internet where it just kind of feels difficult to like find an in right or like or or anything like that. If if that's the kind of thing that you're looking for, because I feel like the information for a lot of stuff is pretty out there, readily available quality of the information i cannot speak for but like right it is a kind of similar thing there but like the good thing about the community is like sort of like the correct information sort of bubbles up Mm because other people will be like that's not right there's like sort of a way to do things and like i don't know every forum had like a legend too Mm -hmm. like oh this guy he commented on my thread this is the the guy yeah and there's still people like that in the like aquatic or like planted tank world that like there's these people who like they don't really have much of a presence online anymore and they don't post on these forums anymore because they're like super old, but they're like famous amongst like oh wow aquatics people because they were like these fountains of information mm-hmm. and stuff on they, these forums. They were the people to go to. Yeah. They so, like, spread all that knowledge. Yeah, there's like random like YouTube interviews with like, oh, this guy who was like from this forum, remember? Yeah. Like he start <laughs> or he started this website that like people spent hours of their time on. And yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird niche communities. But well. Yeah, well, that's fun stuff. Uh, but I think that kind of does it for our uh, episode on forums. Thanks so much for uh, sharing those memories with us, Julian. Absolutely. Yeah, I talk too much, so hopefully uh, <laughs> there's not like three hours of stuff. To- I learned a lot more about uh, aquatic animals than I really thought I would, so I'm I'm glad for that. Awesome. Always happy to talk about aquatic animals. <laughs> if there's any uh, fun internet forum memories, or even, I guess, just sites that are still up that you want to share with us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at NES underscore pod. Uh, or you can send us an email, nostalgia system podcast at gmail.com. And of course, you can always go to my favorite website on the internet, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Julian, is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? Um, I guess if you're into Planet Aquarium stuff, you can go to 
Julian or Julian Aquascaped, all one word on Instagram. And uh, I just post pretty much a daily photo of like uh, my aquarium stuff on there. So, or, and um, the Julian Gomez on Twitter because Julian Gomez is some editor for <laughs> The Amazing Race or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I'm never going to cool. get that. <laughs> well, definitely check that out. Paul, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, nothing at all, Josh. All right. Well, thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, do we know what next week's episode is? Yeah, I think we're talking trading cards. Hell yeah. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.